Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. So I've come to a decision. I am bringing all my pricing in line, not only with me and who I am, but also in line with the service that I offer, which is quality. It's a great service. This is so hard to say for yourself because it does feel, even though I do a lot of work on myself and I am confident in what I do, very confident. I know I'm really good at what I do. It's still very hard to sit here and go, I'm amazing and that's why I'm putting my prices up. But I'm, I wanted to give you kind of this background behind it so you could see the thought that went into it. And hopefully some of these things that I've been thinking about and some of the thought processes I've had might make you think about what you do and how you do it. So everything's going up. Some things are more than doubling, which makes me feel uncomfortable, but actually happy at the same time. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, episode 267. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I will share with you business, marketing, and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? Okay. I think I've told you recently, or if you've been watching my socials or on my emails, that I have been doing quite some reviewing of my business. And it all stemmed from the fact of when I went to Nashville and I was on that retreat. And often what happens when you take time out is your brain starts to kick in. You really start to think about things. And I've started working with my amazing coach, Mary, again. And I've been working with a couple of other business owners who are coaches. And I basically have been taking some time to review stuff, look at everything, not only in my business, but also in my life, and just question myself about 
what makes me really happy? What's the thing that I love to do? What is in alignment with me? And this might sound a bit kind of heavy and a bit serious. And you might think, really, do we do we have to do this? But when was the last time you did that? When was the last time you sat and thought, why am I doing the thing that I'm doing? And is it what I want to do? Or should I be doing something else? So that's what I've been doing over the past God knows how many weeks. And it's been a bit of a journey. And a tough one, really, because I've had to question stuff that I've been doing for a long time and I've had to ask myself, is it really working? I've had to look at my products, my services, my team, how I show up, how I sell things, what price I sell them for. And I've just had to review a whole load of stuff. When I say have to, I haven't had to, but actually it has felt the process has been hard, but it's felt so good doing it. And also when you've been doing something as long as I have, you know, this podcast is on episode 200 and whatever I just said, 67. And it's a long flipping time. I've had the membership for four plus years. It's a long time in this world. So I think it's really worth sitting and considering things. So that's what I've been doing. And that's kind of my, I don't know, my my question to you about when did you last do this? Have you done this? Now, later in the year, and I know we're like in November already, I think, by the time this comes out. Yeah, we are in November just. Um, I am actually going to be doing a day. Well, it's not a whole day. It's a few hours and it's going to be online where we do a workshop where we can plan next year and do a review of your business. And it just gives you the headspace just to sit and with some guidance from me, go through stuff and question stuff. And then also have that community of people for that time period in which you can say, this is my thought, what do you think? And you can get some feedback from them. So I am actually going to be offering that, but I will tell you about that in later podcasts and in a few weeks time, once we've got everything sorted for that. But I am excited about that because I do love doing this kind of thing. And the people that I work with who do this kind of planning and goal setting and strategy and just thinking about them and their business, they're the ones who I've seen make the biggest moves and the biggest impact and have got through those blocks. Because sometimes we need to review those things to see where we're being held back, to see where our business is not succeeding and where we can make a change. And sometimes that changes to us. Sometimes we have to make the change and it's us that's the problem, as is most often the case, if I'm honest, especially in my business. So today, what I want to talk to you about, today I want to talk to you about pricing and how in my undercover work that I've been doing, I have decided and discovered that me and my pricing are not in a line. And there are many reasons for this. So I know working out pricing is one of the hardest things. For me and my business, it really, really is difficult to work out how and what I price at. And I know it's the same for everybody else. But the thing is, if I can do it for other people with ease. In fact, it's one of my things I love doing the most. I love doing the math. I love working stuff out. And I love giving my members, my community, the confidence to go out and charge what they charge. As a side, and I wasn't going to talk about this actually, but it's such a nice example. I had a session with one of my members the other week as she won a, an hour with me. And in that hour, we wanted to go through pricing. And basically, we spent the hour, in fact, we ended up spending more than an hour because I'm 
soft and can't help myself. But we did it over a couple of sessions. We went through all her pricing and we looked at everything and we worked on her confidence in terms of how she could charge more. And it's not always as simple as just charge more. That isn't always the case. It it has to be a considered thing. I have to know who you are, what you do, how much you charge to know whether you should be charging more. But in her case, she should be. So we went through and we kind of not only did a very practical exercise, but also a more coaching exercise to give her the confidence to then look at how she put her pricing out. And then I did it in a really strategic way. So I literally helped her create a spreadsheet and I created this spreadsheet where she just plugged in the various elements of what she offered and that gave her her price. She did something that was very, she was a wedding stationery designer. So things like adding on the cost of a ribbon, you know, was pretty straightforward. So we did that and we went through and we we created this spreadsheet and it kind of took the nervousness away from her because she could literally just plug in the pricing and then it would go, this is what you have to charge them or this is what you should charge them. So she did it and her first two came back and the first one actually said they'd been to someone else. So she sent the pricing. So that was the first thing, like the bravery and that amazing. And she messaged me going, oh my God, I've just sent this pricing. And I was like, brilliant. So I'll just wait and see what they say. I said, well, that's that's by the by almost at this point. So one one came back and said, can you do it for cheaper? And we then looked at how we could negotiate in terms of not just dropping the price, but what can we change about their order in order to make it cheaper? Then the other person came back and said yes and didn't even question it. So I was over the moon. And that's what I mean when it's easy for me to look at someone else's business and go, this is what you should charge. It's so much harder for me to do it for myself. So in this episode, I'm going to talk you through how I have come to the conclusion about my pricing and how I've changed it and why I've changed it. But also before we jump into that too much, I want to update you on something else. One of the other things I've changed through this whole business review. So the podcast, like I said, I've been doing it for a really long time and I've interviewed some of the most phenomenal people. I have been very lucky. You know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I've had the likes of Michael Hyatt, Mary Hyatt, Megan Hyatt. I've basically had the whole Hyatt family, which is pretty phenomenal. I've had Amy Porterfield, Dean Graziosi, Denise Duffield-Thomas. I've got Sigrun coming up in a few weeks' time. I've got, I've had James Wedmore. I've had Oh God, I can't even think. So many amazing people. So, and people who are top of my get their game and some people who I was a huge fan of and now I'm not so much a huge fan of and some people who I just discovered kind of later on. And so anyway, lots and lots of different people, different thoughts. And in the last few kind of, I don't know, I was going to say years, but I guess it is years, I've been really picky about who comes onto the podcast because I only want the best people. And also the people that I'm having on now has changed. So some of the people I've had on in the past, I wouldn't have on again. And given the choice, they're not my bag anymore. But that's fine. People change. We learn different things. We discover different things and we decide you know, what we like and what we don't like. But like I said, I've been really picky. But recently I've been thinking, how can I shake up the podcast? I've been doing it for a long time. How can I just, I don't know, make it fit with me a bit more? How can I make it easier? And this is a question I ask my members all the time, and especially in the executive club, when they are struggling, you know, I ask them to think about what if it was easy? So I did this with the podcast and I was like, well, what's the difficult bit about the podcast? Well, the difficult bit is we get an absolute 
ton of applications, like not even joking, anywhere between one and three a day. And the processing of those applications is huge. And also there's a lot of people I don't want to come on the podcast because I don't think they serve you as well as I would like them to. And also because I am interviewing people that I don't necessarily know anymore, it's really tricky. It's not been an easy an easy thing. Sometimes I interview someone and think, oh, and you're really not my bag, or that wasn't as good as I'd have hoped. And there's that whole thing about, do I allow the episode to go out? Do I not allow it? Do I upset the person? It's hard. And then there's the whole, like I said, work that goes along with uh, processing all these applications, managing them all, booking them in, and it's just got exhausting. So I surveyed some people. I reached out to some specific people that I know listen to the podcast because they they speak to me about it. And I asked them, what do they like? And they all said they like shorter episodes. And I get it, right? The world has changed. No longer are you on long drives to offices or to a different office. You're working from home. You're probably listening to this while doing something else, as I always do, getting ready in the morning or making some food or whatever it might be. Maybe it is on the school run, but a school run isn't going to be an hour long, or hopefully not. So I've decided to make some changes. The first change is I'm not interviewing anybody else anymore. Now, I have got some interviews in the bag that need, that I will honour and put out. And I think that's about four. So you've probably got another few weeks of interviews that are coming up. So I've got, still got some interviews, but after that, I'm going to take a break. And it's not to say that I'm never going to interview anyone again. It might just be the case of I don't interview anyone for a while. Or if someone amazing comes along, like Brene Brown, anytime you want Brene, you can come on the podcast. Glennon Doyle, I'll love to interview you too. Like there are some amazing people I'd love to interview. And if they come along, great. I will obviously bite their hand off, but I am not interviewing as a normal standard thing. So my episodes are now going to be solo and they're going to be short to the point and fairly practical. And sometimes I'll talk about, you know, practices that I do personally and mindset wise and mindfulness wise. And sometimes I will give you very practical advice about marketing and social media and strategy and business. So it's going to be a bit of a mix, but I'm just going to try it and see what I think. Like, And I think this is the message I'm trying to put out to you in terms of this. And when we get back to the money conversation is it's your business, you get to decide. So that's what's happening with the podcast. I wanted to update that. I know I was literally starting one conversation. I've jumped into this one, but I wanted to make sure that you know where we're at with that. Okay. But like I said, next few weeks, I think probably still about four episodes that are interviews still to come. So it'll be a little while yet until that stops. So let's get back to the pricing. So how do you know that you're in alignment with you and your pricing? So one of the things I did is I wanted to think about why I price at the price that I do. And I was asked this and I had a coach help me with this. The Amazing Mary helped me with this. So this isn't a something that I did on my own, because as I've already said to you, to do it on your own is very difficult. So I basically sat and talked to Mary and we went through a session and we looked at why I price the way I price? And is it in alignment to my values and me? So some of the things I had to do to work this out was think about why I've put it at that price. Now, as I've said to you before, and I was really honest about why I stopped the $19 level, I was trying to meet other people where they were. And that wasn't in alignment with me and who I am. I have been in marketing a very long time, as I constantly talk about. You're probably bored of it now. I have a degree in it. I've worked for some of the 
biggest brands on the planet. And and I consult at a, a high level or have consulted at a high level. And now I have some, you know, amazing programs that I offer out to people, which vary in cost and start at a lower cost. But what I'm trying to do or what I have been trying to do is meet people where they're at. And the other reason I priced the way I priced was not only to meet people where they're at, because I'm trying to be affordable for people who can't necessarily afford a lot of money or they're just new in their journey and they're starting up. But also I didn't want to be seen as unethical or immoral. So, you know, I have a real bee in my bonnet about the way that people sell online and how people sell and some of the tactics that they use. And actually, it's never about the tactic. It's the intent behind it. And I think that basically, I started off my journey. And again, this was all through coaching with Mary that we discovered this. I started off my journey and I was following what the experts said because... I didn't know any better. And so I'm one end of the pendulum. And then I realise I don't like what they're saying. And actually, this doesn't, this isn't in line with me. I I don't want to feel that, you know, I'm doing this sleazy, horrible selling and I'm using underhand tactics. So I basically swung from one end of the pendulum right the way through to the other end. And then suddenly offered a very low price thing, felt like I had to be available to everybody all the time. And it was almost like I literally did the complete opposite of everything that they said, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm just saying I'm explaining my journey. But I took it to be that if I was being moral and I was selling ethically, I couldn't charge a higher price. I took it to mean that doing that meant you sell at a low cost. And that isn't the case. And I had this kind of brainwave the other day when someone was interviewing me and we were talking about cars. And and also I've written some emails that'll be coming out this week where I'm talking about handbags, right? So two examples. One, we went to Turkey, my husband and I, I wasn't expecting the holiday to be all that. And it was actually, it was really, really lovely. Turkey's a lovely place. While we're over in Turkey, there is a mall called Quality Mall. Now, if anything's got the word quality in front of it, fairly confident it's not. And I got there and seriously, and I do not know how they get away with this stuff, but everything in this mall was counterfeit or fake or, and literally, I don't know how, how do they get away with it? Anyway, so my husband and I are walking around, obviously not knowing that this is what this mall is about, but literally like, you know, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all the watches, all the jewellery, all the bags, even clothes, like everything. And my husband joked with me and he went, do you want a Louis Vuitton handbag? Because he knows I would like a Louis Vuitton handbag. And I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, I want one. I do not want a fake one. I want the the knowledge that I can afford to buy one of those handbags. The same thing came in the example I gave on the podcast interview with cars. You know, I have a very nice car, but I would quite like a Tesla. And I got my stepson, who is car mad, to spec out what I would want in a Tesla. And it came in at about 120 grand, 110 grand, something like that. And I thought to myself, if Tesla said, oh, you can have a car for seven grand, would I want it? No, I wouldn't. Because again, I want the 110. And I would think if it was either cheap or fake, I think, well, it's not the real thing or it's not as good as the real thing. And I think that was the problem because when I look at all my, who I am as a person and my personality and my values, and 
And the example I give in my emails this week is I talk about the different things, the different personality tests I've done. So I'm an Enneagram 3, which is described as self-accepting, authentic, being a role model and inspiring others. I'm an ENFJ on the Myers-Briggs, which are born leaders. They can be found as politicians and coaches and teachers. They're passionate and charisma allows them to inspire others, not just in their careers, but in every arena of their lives, including relationships. And it says things like, you know, they want to be their best selves. And then when I look at Denise Duffield-Thomas and the money archetypes, I'm a celebrity. And a celebrity says your charismatic personality makes you a magnet for attracting five-star people and experiences. You love to bring the bling and create a lot of attention and you deeply appreciate doors that money can open. So when I'm looking at all these things and when I look at my brand values and my brand values are even integrity, luxury, honesty, inspiring and knowledge. So everything about me screams value and high end and quality and excellence. And that's what I like to see in the world. That's what I like to provide. And therefore, why am I not matching my pricing to that. And it took me to have conversations with a few different coaches and some some amazing business friends that I have for them to say, and they have said for a long time, your price is too low. Your price is too low. What are you doing? You know, the, the difference you make, what you offer is too low. So for me, it was a case of listening to them and doing all this work, I finally realised kind of why I had priced where I was and actually what was wrong with that pricing and why it should have been better than what it was. So I've come to a decision. I'm bringing all my pricing in line, not only with me and who I am, but also in line with the service that I offer, which is quality. It's a great service. This is so hard to say for yourself. Because it does feel, even though I do a lot of work on myself and I am confident in what I do, very confident, I know I'm really good at what I do. It's still very hard to sit here and go, I'm amazing and that's why I'm putting my prices up. But I'm, I wanted to give you kind of this background behind it so you could see the thought that went into it. And hopefully some of these things that I've been thinking about and some of the thought processes I've had might make you think about what you do and how you do it. So everything's going up some things are more than doubling, which makes me feel uncomfortable, but actually happy at the same time. So the club is going up from $97 a month to $222 a month, 222. You'll see that I love these recurring numbers as well. And if you fancy a bit of spiritual stuff, then, you know, angel numbers are pretty cool. So 222 is the price of the club. And I was thinking to myself, you know, it's a membership and, you know, people are not used to paying that price. No, they're not used to paying that price because they're used to paying the price for a membership that is not like mine. I know my members in my membership. I know who they are, what they do, how they do it. I follow them on social media. And I know that might seem a real small thing, but you'd be amazed at the amount of people who are in a membership and they are not followed by the owner. I am the person who shows up and does all the work. I don't have the team that come in and do it. It's more like a group mastermind than it is a membership. And I like the fact that it's boutique. I like the fact that it's 
small and for a membership anyway, and the numbers aren't massive and I want to keep it that way. And therefore I want people who are coming in and paying the 222, not only to know that they are going to be seen and heard and they matter, but also that they're putting money in that will make them do the work. I've just re-signed up with Mary again. It's a huge amount of money, huge huge. I'm just going to say huge, but it's a huge amount of money, but it means I will do the work. I will show up. I will be completely on board in what I'm doing. And that's what I want people to do. I'm not one of these people who has an online business just to get in the numbers because that's where the money is. Because if I did, I'd have given up years ago because I can assure you that has not been the case for me. I love and my value comes in seeing people make a change. And even the smallest, teeniest, tiniest change, fills me with joy. The huge, biggest changes fill me with joy. I've just had someone finish the 90 day program and they literally had the best month they've ever had in their business. They more than doubled their income. And that is phenomenal. And I am so grateful that I can be a part of that and be something that helped them do that. And I can only do that when I have a smaller intake of people, which is why the membership has gone up. The executive club. Now, this was at 197 and this is going up to 444 so $444 the executive club is a mastermind it really is an exclusive group of people who are working very hard on their businesses getting through blocks moving forward creating the thing that they want to create at a faster pace and the people in there support each other they are surrounded by the right people they are surrounded by people who motivate them and inspire them and want them to be better and more brilliant than they are and they get a lot of my time it's a high touch program so again the price is now going to reflect not only the type of people who are in there but also the amount of time you get from me and your own investment in you. And then the 90 day program is also going up. So that isn't doubling. You'll be glad to hear because that's a big price anyway. But the 90 day program is going from, I think it's six, seven. I've got the price in front of me, two seconds. It is going from six, seven, nine, zero. So $6,079, sorry, $790. And it's going up to nine, $1,999. This 90-day program is one-to-one. This is one of the only ways you can get to work one-to-one with me. This is personal. This is when we uncover your blocks in your business that are holding you back. And through coaching and practical strategy, we break through them. And we do that together one-to-one personally. And again, the price is going to reflect that. So it's been a hell of a journey. I am very happy with where I'm now pricing my business at. I'm very confident that my price matches the service and what people get. And I am hopeful that you enjoyed this episode from a just kind of process that I went through and understanding why I got to maybe where I am with this. Now, the new prices are coming into effect on November the 22nd. So I am going to give you a bit of space to sign up. This is not a tactic in order to get people in. This is not a, you know, you've got to get in before the price goes up. You haven't got to get in before the price goes up. There is no rush, but the price will go up. So if you join after the 22nd, it'll be at the new pricing. So if you are wanting to join or you are wanting to join me for the 90 day program, Program, then it just makes financial sense to join me before the prices go up. So 
that's my big, long kind of discussion as to some of the changes that have happened in my business and why I've done it. I would love to hear what you think about this episode. I'd love to hear what you think about the changes to the podcast. It's always really helpful to me to make sure I'm providing you with the best possible things. Anyway, have a lovely rest of your week and I will see you next week with an interview uh, with the lovely Sarah who's talking about humane marketing and it's a really nice one. But enjoy these next few interviews because after that, you've just got me, I'm afraid. All right, have a lovely week and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful. 